Hey folks, if you are wanting to come out and meet us and get an opportunity to talk to us about the podcast, we're going to be at VisionCon coming up soon. VisionCon is Springfield's, you know, local nerd convention. I mean, how would you describe it? Like, well, they call it a pop culture con. Pop culture. Con. I call them geek conventions. Anymore. Geek conventions. You know, we used to call them gaming conventions, uh, but they've they've expanded so much more as you know it's become popular as the, the you know the the comic book movies have really changed the the culture and it's become more accepted and people do more gaming and are just generally geekier. These conventions have kind of changed to accommodate that so that they cover everything. Mm -hmm. so like, so they call them pop culture uh, conventions. I, I, you know, as kind of one of the older guys in the group, it, it fills me with joy that it's now considered popular culture. Right. Uh, I was around the day when this was far from popular culture. Dungeon culture. Yeah. But I, I still consider this geek conventions mm -hmm. in in my own right but well i mean you'll see cosplay gaming vendors uh media guests um, it's got a little bit of everything yeah they even do uh, a slight little uh, movie festival they do a little bit of everything and you know brad and i we go to some of the other we go to other conventions further out some of the bigger ones and that they've all done the same thing where they encompass so much anymore. Mm -hmm. so vision con this year is going to be the weekend of may 1st through the 3rd uh, at the Springfield Expo Center, you can get pre-registration badge prices right up through April 30th, which is pretty crazy because uh, at the door they're a little bit more. But I mean, 45 bucks will get you the full weekend pass. Yeah, and you're if you're close, you should really come check it out. Uh, you know, VisionCon's been around for a while. We've gone for quite a few years, and it's changed a fair amount over the years. And I, I think most of it's gone in a pretty good direction. So we we hope to have a lot of fun, and hopefully maybe we'll see some of you there. Uh, so as like you know podcast stars we get comped right um not exactly oh, no I don't, we haven't quite reached that that level yet we're close though <laughs> we're close I are we feel it. I, no <laughs> no I'm, I'm trying to fake it till you make it <laughs> well we love to see you guys there this is the adventurer's vault follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website, theadventuresvault.com, for episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now, it's time to open... The Adventurer's Vault. <laughs> all right, so, <laughs> so uh, gentlemen, I think we've all come to the conclusion that we've decided to worship Gilgamark and become a part of the problem as quite right. to the solution. Quite right. right. Uh, I've been worshiping Gilgamark the whole time. I mean, what? Now with my uh, my uh, previous my okay. previous, I mean, pretty much I'm an Elder Zim, right? I, I'm just in, right? What, what's going on? One way to find out. <laughs> uh, we're going to rely on you for an introduction. I'm just going to show up at the boat and be like, Hey, Beast, it's me. Who are you? That kid. <laughs> <laughs> With about 100 years more experience. You're going to see him go, interesting experiment. He squishes the kid and sees if he disappears. <laughs> Wait. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> just like Martin, well, that didn't work Martin out McFly style starts looking at his hands and he's like fading away. He's like, well, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, all right, <laughs> and then the rest of so us have I, to get I, his grandparents. Our options that we've been discussing all week yes. er, in this Groundhog Day scenario mm -hmm. is we run to the city. We haven't even discussed any other option, and we <laughs> either go talk to those elves that get murdered, we ambush the cart, or we go to the temple and just start stabbing mechanic uh, shenanigans. 
Well, I'll tell you, um, personally, I'm thinking that if nothing else, I like, by the way, I like the idea of ambushing the cart uh, and murdering some people. I also like the idea of causing a ruckus inside the temple and murdering some people. Could you so, describe the ruckus? <laughs> See, I heard a ruckus. <laughs> no, uh, I, I would prefer you, loud and fatal as my, uh, my type of ruckus. I, uh, he's too young for that joke. No, I was going to say, that he's, he's just not getting it. It has been many sessions since we have stabbed something in anger. It, no, mm-hmm. it has been. And I would like mm-hmm. to rectify that. So so, so we're fighting each other. Here it goes. Dun, 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 dun. It was, was going to happen. You knew it was going to come down to this. Suddenly a Gorn appears. I'm oh, starting sweet. to get blue fireballs. Uh, well, <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. Blue, blue balls. So. Wait, I yeah. haven't, I haven't thrown a fireball in a while. Is what I'm trying to say. I know you've been weirdly, you've been just fingering that that what? side what? you got. Phrasing, phrasing. Include blue balls now. Come on, guys. We got, we got jokes here. This is oh, a podcast. Uh, so do we want to um, talk to the elves? I do think we ought to talk to the elves. So they maybe they will have intel. And also, don't they get murdered later on? So it's they like do, we, gotta, we have yeah. a limited window of time. <laughs> I to just I didn't think them. you cared that much about elves. I you know You're I I love prick. those almondine <laughs> bastards. Those guys are great. It's so great you could spot them he, from like across the room. He like, loves like, elves. <laughs> he thinks everybody should own one. Damn, Damn, dude. I was going to make a joke about ribbons in their hair, and you're like, let's go straight to slavery. Damn. It's like you guys didn't even listen to my backstory episode. Uh, You had a backstory episode? Yeah. Well, it went on for a long time, so. Yeah, about 100 years. Yeah. (laughs) Felt like it. No, I'm kidding, actually. (laughs) Very compelling. No, very compelling. I I take it completely back. Honestly, it was, it was, that was tragic. Did you hear about (laughs) TPK? What happened? They turned on each other. That's right. Mission accomplished, Gilgamark. <laughs> What'd be great is like we just all murder each other, and then the next day begins. We're right back in the field. We're like, <laughs> Fuck! It's like this could be the greatest thing ever. I get to kill Atham over and over and over. Now, and... Um, do we keep all XP from the previous day? Uh, essentially, yes. You have all of your memories and experiences, right? Um, but that's it not is what the I asked. The next day, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're just gonna sit here and level grind. Fuck, so, fuck memories. I asked about XP. Yeah. <laughs> this is such an arbitrary concept. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, if like, you had to, if you had to summarize one's thoughts and experiences over a period of time in some sort of point-based system, like, how many times would I have to murder Hatham? Uh, I mean, that's pretty low XP. <laughs> For what? So yeah, I didn't ask if it was a lot. Like, I yeah. asked how many the, times. The problem, <laughs> the problem. How many times did you have to murder him for what? The, the to problem. level up. Oh. <laughs> problem with this whole idea is that that's assuming that that our chintzy bastard judge is actually giving out XP. He's clearly not. The fastest way to go, I think, was you put all your bombs on the ground. Mm-hmm. We huddle up, and then you launch a fireball right there. Yeah. And go that, on. That'll help you out. Mm. Everybody else, I just got like stabbed in the face. Yeah, that's good. And then you just punch people to death, I guess. I'll I'll eat them. Oh, okay, yeah, there we go. Well, whatever the fuck you do. <laughs> and you guys say I go dark. You know, all all I did take take some stuff off a dead dude. He was, <laughs> I swear to God, you are such a horrible, evil person. Couldn't, Father he couldn't Becker. use him because he was dead. You see, and so, <sighs> all right. right so uh, according to what Rich has said, we can just redo things we've already done. Yeah. If, so if you guys are going to make your way through the gate, we're not going to redo that. You guys. Go make your way through the gate. Hatham forges you some documents. You get through without any problems. Pretty much the same as last time. Or if you guys want to go through together, it really doesn't matter. He's seen the documents. He can forge them. You guys get through without much harassment. I want to do one thing that exactly. technically we didn't do last time. I want to try to pickpocket somebody in line. 
Okay. So we at least have a little cash. A little extra cash. In, during the day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, go ahead and uh, you want to make a thievery check. I, I would, in fact, yes, like to make a thievery check. Uh, I'm actually going to combine this and I want a stealth check as well bada because bing, there's a boom. lot of people looking at you. Weird how I have those skills. <laughs> Hopefully I don't roll like crap. So that's a, <laughs> that's a 28 uh, stealth. Hell okay. yeah. <laughs> and a thievery of two. You are the wit. Literally impossible. Ah. <laughs> The, the the lowest I get is a 14 on thievery. Fuck. Uh, out of the box, but that's still a 21. Um, 10,000 gold pieces. Uh, tell me what kind of mark you were looking for here. Not not big, just I need like a coin purse so we have a little spending cash. A so, peasant with their last few so bites. Or, possibly <laughs> a, like a low-level merchant. Yeah, yeah. For the day, they got a little change. But not, not, not someone that's like talking to his orphan children or like his like, well, your mother's dead, and we've just got just enough money for your medicine. This is our last <laughs> right. It's like, you poor dumb bastard looking at your kid. You should be looking at your coin purse. Not, don't, not don't that worry. guy. Don't worry, You're... Timmy. I've got just enough to buy you a crutch. T Timmy's going to learn a valuable lesson today. Pay attention to your fucking coin <laughs> purse. <laughs> Maybe I'm... someone that's bitching about like the white man's burden yeah. or something. So, I mean, a lot of... <laughs> oh. Ouch, <dude>. What <laughs> the hell? Uh, a lot of the people who are on their way in are going to market for the day. So you have a lot of merchants, and they kind of run the gamut from the peasants who are barely scraping by to some fairly well-off ones, and then a bunch in the middle. So quite a few of them have a little bit of coin to make change, uh, and those would probably be your best. Oh, one. is there anybody that has, like, elf slaves in line? Yeah? Yeah, I want to go for that guy. Okay. Stealing from the elf slaves? You can't steal, no. a sl you can't no, steal an elf from a man. Bullshit! Let's roll! <laughs> <laughs> Anybody see my elf? You bet you can. <laughs> What's in that guy's pocket? It's huge. <laughs> Struggling. Um, okay, you were able to get one. Uh, you get a coin purse. For uh, sake of argument, let's say it has about ten, or, uh, nine silver in various coins. That's, that gives us some spending money. Yeah, It's not just nine silver pieces. There's some copper. Yeah, Let's go to the buffet. The important thing is it's Feridian money. It is. It, it all looks legit. Well, we won't keep it at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, you know, if we could somehow. Yeah, You're just going to rob this. the same person in every iteration of <laughs> this. From now on, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Unless yeah. we need more than nine silver in a day. So you guys are able to get in the gate without any problems. Um, like I said, they minorly harass you like they do everybody, but nothing, uh, to, nothing to be concerned about. And in you guys are. Where you head? Right to the market. We want to go talk yeah. to those elves. Okay, since you guys did make it through fairly quickly, uh, you guys didn't have to take time to talk to the old man. You pretty much just went straight to the gate. You got in a little earlier. And when you guys get to the market, there's still a lot of places setting up. Not all the vendors are even there. Obviously, some of these vendors live in town, so some of them are setting up. And when you get to the stall that you guys were at before, uh, now there are four people there. Two of them are obviously, or I say obviously, but they have all the appearance of elf slaves. And the other two are human, and they appear to be the actual uh, butcher and his spouse. Uh, the spouse is an old lady, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they, they, they're an old couple. Uh, they're laying out fresh meat for the day. Some of it's already been cured, but they do have fresh meat, uh, which they, they, the old man's in the middle of cutting up. And they do have a small, um, small stove that they just got lit that they're going to cook some of the meat. And the elf slaves are very busy. It's not a big stall. They they make do with quite a bit of stuff in there, but you know, it's kind of cramped. We, we had to use a certain phrase. What was it? We were like looking for the choicest meats or something. There was a, a certain phrase that we said last time. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, there was something like that. And we're going to say that that's what it was. Okay. That <laughs> <laughs> podcast a long time ago. Your, your GM may have forgotten to write that down. <laughs> or go back and re-listen to that spot and write it down. 
as of this recording, yeah, we haven't heard that episode. So uh, I mean, I have, but uh, I totally should have put that in my notes, and yeah, I didn't. Well, so uh, Roddy remembers though. Uh, so I'll discuss that with the father. Be like, uh, why don't you open up our conversation with that? Oh yes, okay. <clears throat> and I should address the not the elves or the, the uh, butcher the, itself. The butcher. Ah, directly to the butcher. They said last time that like he would be the one to help us. Ah, yes. Okay. I'll stride up to him. Ah, good day, sir. Sorry to interrupt you while you're preparing your wares, but um, I'm a man who enjoys his meat, and I'm looking for the choicest cuts. He he doesn't even break stride. He's he's doing the very stereotypical chopping with a cleaver. Goes a couple more sto- uh, a couple more chops, and then he stops and he turns to you very slowly. And you can see he's looking at you, and he's very clearly looking at your ears. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "I don't see how I can help you." At that point, like Roddy, has, like is kind of scratching his head and like turns it and like lifts his like um, like that bandana he keeps wrapped around, and lets the guy see his ear. Should he be able to tell from the almond-shaped eyes? <laughs> <laughs> no, because um, this man helps elves. I'm like you're racist, man. Got a ribbon you're wearing, right? I mean, come on. It's a bandana. So you know that skeptical old man look that only like really old men who've seen some shit can give. That's what he's doing at the moment. And he's looking the three of you over. Um, I say, um, we're in need of the choicest cuts. Listen, I, I know you don't know us and we don't know you very well, but word has come to us that you won't be able to help. We're on a very important mission to stop an agent of Gilgamot. I'm glancing around just in case. Well, lads, I'm afraid there's nothing I can do for you. That kind of dirty work is just too much for me. I suggest you guys head down the street. You'll find yourself a bathhouse there. Maybe you should clean up a little bit first. Then you come back. Right. Or maybe you don't. How about we don't come back? And also, there's a very good chance you might get raided between the hours of five and six tonight. Like, he had turned around, like, completely ignoring you and go back to you. When you said that, he, like, stopped for a moment, looked over at the two elves that were there, because they had stopped to look at you, and then they go back like nothing is happening. And they're all doing their best to purposefully ignore you now. I'm going to try one more thing. I, I say, uh, all we want is information. He- just... I think I think he gave it to us, Father. Well, actually, did he? I'm trying to determine: is was that a hey, go down to the next step, or was that a we're we're we're, we're sick of you? Can I get a uh, um, what would that be? Perception for like an insight, maybe like a perception. Sure, go ahead. I roll okay. that too. Mm-hmm. I, I I perceive this differently. Yeah, I. You know what? I he, sixteen. I got a twenty-four. Yeah, I mean, you think that was way too cliche. So this guy's probably more clever than some stupid dirt joke. It it seemed almost uncharacteristic for him. You know, it, it was like. Okay, this guy's probably got like primo dad joke, and that was really lame dad joke. Yeah. So yeah, you feel like there was something. Okay. There. Well, good because I, I, initially I was like, oh, he's giving us a hint. And then when it, then I wasn't sure. It's was like he kept going. I'm like, well, maybe he really just dis- dislikes us. Maybe we really are dirty. He hurt my well, feelings a little bit. It I'm can be both. He didn't. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at us. I'm an elf. I'm I immaculate. Hate them. <laughs> hate them. Like. Is that about your grandfather again? That was something. <laughs> we don't. We don't. My know grandfather was a. A man, and I, uh, I don't know. Is that private information? I just private. Well, I, that, that was player knowledge. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll take it back. 
I mean, the, yeah. us and the audience know. Our characters don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Well, no, I have suspicions. It, admittedly, <laughs> I could use a little cleaning in certain areas. It's been a long day. Walking. We've been, so. we've been trying to tell you that for days. Filthiest <laughs> <laughs> slowing cloth you've ever seen in your life, right? So we head down to the bathhouse, which is mm-hmm. like the name of the prison, apparently. Yeah, so everybody give me perception <laughs> checks as you guys are heading down there. That's a big old 26 here. Uh, that, oh, well, good. That fits my 20. 15. 15. Uh, Father Becker, you actually noticed this. So you guys kind of start wandering down through the market, heading the direction he nodded. And uh, you notice um, that there is a signal being passed through the crowd. It, it took you a moment to notice it. But, you know, you're kind of walking away from the stall and you happen to turn around. And there are a number of elf slaves in the market area that, you know, they're pretty common for slaves anyway. And there's a lot of slaves in use in this area. And you realize that they are, they're passing a signal of some sort. You're like, I'm pretty certain they're, that's what's going on. The beacons of Elfdor have been lit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me see if I can get it. It seems to be kill these dumb bastards. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, oh, great. Because that, that's definitely not us. Yeah, I was going to say, they're, we're not. There's probably someone following us. Yeah, so. that's yeah it, it. it's pretty subtle, but you yeah. just happen to look at the two in the stall giving mm-hmm. it. And you notice you saw other people passing that signal. I see. So. I'll, uh, as we're walking down there, I'll kind of mention, you know, kind of to the group as we go by, um, they're signaling, they're passing a signal before us. That's, that's good. That's probably good. Uh, yeah. I'm hoping that's good. It's either good or, or bad. It's, there's one or two. That's pretty much the only options. In I, I, I believe that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe in uh, alchemical terms, we call that volatile. Ah. Very high highs and very low lows. Oh, you've been studying, have you? you oh, you read my dissertation then. Wow, yeah. you, we you, that's a that's a big, big you clever document. boy. Like I thought that those were supplies in your backpack. That's one big book. That's your dissertation, right? Uh, I passed though. Well, I mean, yeah, you had to. That's what? why he carries it with him. Did they bring you back? What? <laughs> what? He said he passed. <laughs> As in a way. <laughs> Come on, guys. These are the jokes. Fuck. Just get us the bathhouse. <laughs> uh, so you guys get there, no problem. It's down the street. It's not very far. Um, it's not. I mean, it's pretty seedy looking, especially for what you're used to seeing. Uh, you know, in the rest of the city, this is a nice city, right? So it doesn't have a lot of seedy sections, but this one looks eh, a little, a little shady. But uh, it's easy to find. You actually, as you approach the front door, uh, a fairly nice looking human female comes and she's wearing just like a, a, a kind of a thin robe of sorts, like a bathrobe. Mm-hmm. Go on. And she's like, Oh, gentlemen, uh, I was wondering if you're going to make your appointment today. We have, we have the bath in the back ready for you. Please come on in. That sounds lovely. Thank you guys. We did have an appointment. Something's going on here. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Oh, psh, okay. be cool. By the way, she's really hot. I go second. So what? Well, in that case, first, first, first. <laughs> so uh, this we place has one oh. fairly large Damn. bath in the front that seems to be more of a public shared bath. And then there's some smaller rooms in the back that are private baths. And they lead you into one of those. Uh, they you, you walk inside, they close the door behind you. And the lady's like, eh, for your privacy. And she shuts and you hear the door like click and lock. And the room's not very big. It looks more like a, it's just a circular bath, like a spa with steps lead down into it. Uh, the water is warm and bubbly. And you kind of see everything in the room. There's robes. and Did she lock us in? 
that I was that way. I was about to ask. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to attempt to that undo that. Locked us in the murder hole, huh? Just forget. Like I'll wait for her to walk away, and then I'm going to attempt to unlock it just so we have that exit. Um, before that happens, give me perception checks. No. <laughs> That's a 14 I've rolled. I got a 19. 13. 28. Ah, there we go. There's Hello. <laughs> wait, what? You see it's full of piranha. Oh, shit. No, sorry. I was adding my bonus to initiative as well oh. because I have incredible initiative. That would be a bit of a problem. So what'd you get? Uh, that should be 23. 23. Okay. Um, so you guys don't notice anything out of sorts until uh, Roddy starts to try to pick the lock. You know, you kind of do the kneel down before it. And you hear a voice from inside the room say in Elvish, please don't. Uh, but I don't see anyone. Well, if you spin around, yeah. you'll see coming out of a corner, there is an elf. And he looks all the part of a slave. Yeah. Except for he's not, he doesn't carry the demeanor. The, yeah. the outfit is there. The collar is there. Um, but he holds himself very um, rigid and regal. Uh, I'll, I'll tell him in Elvish, like, no offense, brother, but uh, these, are, these are hard times. He nods and he's like, I understand, but the lock is for our protection. In here, we may speak and not be heard. Ah, I see. Uh, anyway, I'm First Lieutenant Rorty. These are my associates. I'll introduce myself also in Elvish. What? Oh, what? Oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> Correct. Did you just get that? No, I speak five languages. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus. Ryan is, uh, Ryan is like, oh, all right. <laughs> He's like, I just knew it all along and just never yeah. said anything. Well, yeah. I, I mean, like, I was legit hoping that would be, like, dramatically uh, relevant We'll deal before with that later. the before the reveal, <laughs> uh, your backstory reveal, but uh, yeah, no, in Elvish, uh, Haytham will introduce himself. Uh, Haytham Hallward, pleasure, of course, to make your acquaintance. Uh, Haytham, he nods very politely at you, and he says, "And I am Peleus. I was once an important person among the Elvis population here on Faradon, but that was long ago. Now I." See to my people as best I can. How can I help you? Roddy will like take his um bandana off at that point, kind of like shake his head. Um, uh, brother, is it okay if we talk in uh the common tongue for my associates here? He says in common, but of course. Ah, uh, finally, now I can understand. Uh, and hate, uh, well, yeah, and hate, and hate them's like, and these. Filthy landlubber. No, I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> Hatham's like, I just got to use my Elvish. I haven't, uh, I haven't had the chance. Friend, uh, we are not servants of Gilgamark, to be sure. Uh, and we are in town on an important mission uh, with very few friends uh, out on a limb. We're hoping to uh, defeat an agent of Gilgamark, one of the Eldrazim. I'm not sure if you know that title or not. He noticeably um, loses his composure just a little bit with a slight shudder when you say it. Uh, but other than that, he makes no no outward remark. All right. Um, I, I can see I can see uh, the uh, I can see that you're obviously uh, a little turned away from this immediately. Um, but out of formality, I'm going to introduce myself because some other people could not be this so polite. I wasn't going to give your names away if you don't want to. <clears throat> this is a cloak and dagger. Mm -hmm. uh, I am one of the captains of a ranger corps for Arincia, so this mission is very important. 
He, he nods very politely. Caliban Defense Force. He he gives you kind of an interesting nod, you know, a little surprised by that, but hmm. just a humble priest over here. O- Oxenbrook Ding. faculty. <laughs> <laughs> Tenured. Yeah, don't mind him. He's here for the brains. Basically, we're I this, am the brains. We're the super yeah. friends. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. So again, what exactly would you like from my organization? We don't want much. Any information we could get about the city, any important things we need to know, uh, places we could possibly hide. We're not going to be in town for very long. Uh, and then uh, possibly whatever you could tell us about the temple. Yes, in particular, well, anything about the temple, especially about its lower levels and any possible uh, entrance or uh, exits that might not be necessarily known to the public. The temple is a very dangerous place. Much evil there. Much horrible, awful things. It would be difficult for me to send you there, for I feel I'd be sending you to your deaths. We're no strangers to that. But I can tell you that the temple is old, very old. There are many lower levels. It has been built upon and built upon over the years. You see me, my character, actively drooling at this <laughs> point. Don't mind him. He's got a thing. Are there, go ahead. <laughs> most, of the, most of the old ways have been long since sealed. If Gilgamark is nothing, his agents are efficient and thorough. You said most. I did. Even the most vile will maintain secret ways in and out. They very rarely use the front date or the front gate for things they don't want people to see. Mm. But there is an entrance that is less noticeable but it is no less dangerous. In terms of danger, are there fell creatures guarding it, terrible traps, spells warding it? What sort of dangers? One can assume all. I only know that the few who have tried did not succeed. They told no tale of their failure. There's a, there's something of, something precious that is going to be delivered to that temple today. And we suspect it may be stored or secured away in some of the deepest depths. And we think it's important that we we our, find out what it is. Our options were to openly oppose a member of the Eldrazim in the street to acquire it, or to possibly sneak into the temple to get it. A member of the Eldrazim here? Mm, the green skin. He should, he's scheduled to show up later today. Be part of a caravan, if you will, that will come through the streets and deliver something to the front gate of the temple where we'll be taken inside and secured away. I can't, I can't name all sources. You, you look at him and you see that he's asking himself the obvious questions here to ask. Yeah. And he kind of pauses and he says, perhaps it is better if certain things I do not know. Uh, uh, fair enough. Oops. Sorry about that. I, uh... <laughs> Tell you what, just sleep on it. You won't remember. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> Jesus. If it is what you seek, I could have some of mine lead you to one of the entrances. But 
I'm, I'm afraid you'll be on your own, and I, I cannot vouch for your safety along the way or there. We will not ask that, friend. Just uh, an opportunity to see what the entrance is. We can ask no more. That is all I can provide. I, I can provide sanctuary should you require it. And I may be able to sneak you out of the city should you require it. But a reasonable chance we might require both of those. But uh, we must be very careful for we live on the razor's edge here. And we could be discovered at any moment. We, you, you that is very true. And in fact, it's probably important that your people are especially vigilant tonight, later on. There, there, we have it on good authority there is a raid coming. A raid? Yes. We do know that the, the market is going to get raided tonight. We do not know beyond that what to expect. He again, you can see him processing the obvious questions, and he nods and he says, thank you, I do not require payment, but that is enough to consider any debt to be erased. We appreciate it. I have just two questions, if I could. And um, you, you've mentioned that um, the, the lowest levels of the temple are very, very old. I know your people have long memories. Do you, what, what are the earliest foundations of that temple? Do, you, do your tales say anything of what might have been that origin or where what might have been worshipped there? I know it is said that this spot was originally a sacred place to one of the old gods that is no longer with us. One that passed in the gods' war. A god other than Yafeta, then? Yes, it was Yafeta who came along later. Uh, legends say that Yafeta took stewardship of many of those followers and much of their worship until replacements could be found. And, and deities were either created or discovered. But for a long time, Yafra was the shepherd of many flocks. So Yafra became revered, and that temple was built upon the much older one. And uh, indeed, a newer temple was built on top of that one, which was also for the worship of Yafra many times, and that is the temple that you see today. It's been converted to Gilgamesh for a few years, openly for a few years, uh, in secret for many before. Go ahead, what were you going to say, Hatham? I was going to give you a knowing look, Father Becker. I, I give you the same nodding look, knowing look, yes. Um, did your, that old god that, that passed away, do your people have a name for him? I'm afraid it is before my time, and most of our written word has been lost. So mm-hmm. I only know bits that I have heard, but no name has been spoken, only that this god once perished. A final question for you. And that is, um, and by the way, Richard, I do not take out the holy symbol to show him. But I say <laughs> that we know that some of those who are high up in the, uh, in the ranks of the worshippers of Gilgamesh bear a symbol. Um, many lines uh, crossed, and I'll kind of draw it in the air. Um, what do your people know of that symbol? That is the personal seal of Gilgamesh. The black shields wear it as his enforcers. Yes, we've seen them. Mm-hmm. The Eldrazim... You usually find it on them somewhere, but they are a newer creation. A few of his chosen servants and close confidants will also wear it as a badge. And your people with their long memories know of no instance of that sign appearing before Gilgamesh? It is, it is unknown to us its origins. 
We unfortunately did not foresee the coming of Gilgamesh, and the symbol came with him. Hmm. Thank I, you. I thought of something else, friend. Uh, we can name two of the Eldrazim. Do you have any information on how many more there might be, their numbers? I can say we believe their numbers are small, but no true way to say. They have many agents, but true Eldrazim, we believe their numbers to be a dozen or so. We really don't know. Mm. They are pretty rare. We know the beast is down in uh, Port Hallback. He should be at Port Hallback yeah. at this point, right? No, the beast is up north. He's up north. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, the beast was at the Red Sand Shores. Right? Oh, the Red Sand Yes, okay. It's your fucking backstory, man. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to my own shit. I'm like, uh, I'm like Joaquin Phoenix like that. Or think about it ever. <laughs> ever. Or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I blew my nut on that episode. I was like, I don't care about this character anymore. Well, one of them will definitely be on the West in about a year or so. Yeah. Uh, right. Then uh, if we appreciate all your answers. If you will have some of your people show us the way, we will get out of your hair. Um, so he makes kind of a almost a low whistle. At first you didn't notice it. It sounded weird. Uh, then you realize he's making a, a low whistling noise. And in the back corner uh, where he kind of stepped out of, you realize there's a trap door that pops up out of the floor. Hmm. And two other elves stick their head up. And he gestures to you guys, to, to the trap door. And he says, they will, they will show you to your destination. And I wish you nothing but good fortune. Hopefully, one day we will see each other again. Maybe when the evil is past. One day. Hatham winks at the camera. <laughs> Uh, thank you again for the information you provided, and I hope you don't mind if I take some of these decorative soaps with me. They, <laughs> they, really, they, they look, they smell wonderful. I mean, I, is that Jasmine? Because he looks at you and says, "I believe they would be of most use to you." Oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Yes. Because he's a filthy human. You're all wrong. <laughs> like Balkans, uh, they hate the smell of us. Right? Oh, how my it's character! The smell. Oh yeah, my, how my character hates the smell of you three. <laughs> All right, I'll hold them down. You two beat them up. Get your licks in. Uh, so, like, Roddy will go last. Okay. Uh, and he'll look to the man and be like, "This may not matter, but you've got about three years and two months to get everyone you care about off this continent." Oh, that and, is good things to tell. And, <laughs> yeah. By and, the way, the apocalypse is coming. Uh, Forgot about that. And Roddy drops down the hole. No idea if that will matter, if the timeline wiggity woggity does anything. She could have also probably mentioned that in about a year and a half or so, the Arensians will be able to touch down on, we'll make touchdown on uh, Faradon and we'll make a breachhead. So that is a possible area to escape. Well, cool. If he's captured and tortured. <laughs> get, get my people off this fucking continent, help your people in a pitch battle where a lot of people die. Yeah, you remember I worked out for those guys, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, they were valiant warriors and then everybody dies. Yeah. I like how we've just dropped a whole lot of like serious future information on this dude. It's like, by the way, you're all going to die tonight. By the way, in three years, you might also die again. Which begs the question, do we have these guys show us the entrance and then restart the day? No, Good. give us the maximum amount of time. Either that or to... <laughs> Try uh, to ambush the cart instead. Well, I don't know. I mean... Um, <laughs> what, how, what time of day is it? I mean, it's still fairly early. You guys didn't take a whole lot of time. I mean, yeah, from, from the time, time that you guys woke up, you're looking at maybe it's been two hours. I mean, it took a little while to get to the gate, wander through, you know, get through the yeah. gate. Uh, you guys had to get to the market. So, yeah, it's not been maybe two hours. I'd say let's go in. All right, let's do it. 
Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, and, yeah, here's a sports almanac here too. You guys can <laughs> bet on some. Um, so they take you down a rung of ladders. There's a platform, and they take you down another rung of ladders. There's another platform, and you can see at this point you are under the bath, and here's where the fires are, and there are a bunch of elf slaves working uh, in this area. Uh, the only difference that you notice is that there's no overseer. They they seem to be you know they have the appearance of elf slaves, but there's nobody cracking a whip in this mm-hmm. area. Um, so from there, they take you to kind of another trap door, which goes down even a little further, goes down a rung of ladder, takes you through some twisty, tiny turns, take you to a door and opens you up into a sewer. Great. Right. Uh, right. Well, takes like a last look at the group because he hasn't seen a gathering of this many elves in like a hundred years. Like he's kind of wistful. Like, yeah, they notice you guys, but they do a pretty good job of not noticing you as well. You know, they, they know what's up. Uh, so the two elves, they don't ever introduce themselves, by the way. As a matter of fact, they don't hardly ever say a word. They're, follow us, and off they go. And then when they get down to the sewers, uh, we'll long story short this, because it takes you probably another two hours to wind and twist your way through. Now, part of the problem is they're going very slow. Yeah. It takes you a little bit, and you realize that these guys are dodging either patrols or work groups or something. They know the pattern. So two things for this. While we're doing this, Asherian takes out um, a like little note and starts marking down all the turns that we okay. take while we're doing this. And additionally, Asherian has put on the Orencian mask. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not too difficult to keep track of. You know, the intersections kind of look alike. And it's an impressive sewer system. It's quite large. Um, you know, you don't see any real dangers other than rats. But yeah, you can tell they'll approach like an intersection and they'll stop and listen and wait, count time. Sometimes one of them will sneak up ahead. And then they'll motion you forward. So it's kind of slow going. Uh, but they do get you quite a ways across town. And uh, there's a point where they stop. And one of them, you know, scouts the corner. He looks up and he waves at Roddy to come a little bit forward. I mean, it's like 20 feet. Not yeah, yeah. Far. Uh, he comes up and he can run the corner and he points down um, probably about 150 feet. And you see um, a little side chute that comes in. It, it's a a sewer duct. You've seen a few of these others. You know, most of them are pretty small. Some of the bigger ones come from the streets. This looks like one of the bigger ones coming from the street, but it doesn't. It just comes from off the side. And he he points to that, and he kind of gives you a, a salute, and they start to walk away. Like, right at the thing where, like, he grabs the back of his head and, like, presses his forehead against it, and then just lets him go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they seem very appreciative, but, like, yeah. these guys... Yeah, we no never even say a word to him. Just, like, mm-hmm. show our thanks and let him go. And they scurry off. We give them like five minutes to like get a head start. And then mm-hmm. I will start inching forward looking for traps. Okay. Yep. And I'm going to pass the um, the notes of the directions they take and have hate them also look them over. Yeah, I'll give him an eagle eye elixir and I will take one myself. And there is some light down here. The the passages from the street let in enough light. And, you know, I don't no. care. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, there, the those elves did neither. Yeah, um, my people. But you get up to uh, what you see, and there is a little side tunnel, and you see there is sewage coming out of it, but it's much smaller, and it doesn't take long to surmise that this is uh, kind of a private sewer runoff mm-hmm. from something. And if you look down that tunnel quite a little ways, because there's the little walkways on the side. This one has a walkway that leads down to it, and there's a door. It's a sturdy, well-made. Ominous looking door. Maintained. Mm -hmm. And you also know that the the sewer itself there has a grate. Mm, Okay. 
So, and the grate isn't clogged, so you can surmise very easily that somebody's maintaining this area. Um, but there it is. It's just right there. You don't see any. There's nobody before it. Um, there's nothing obvious other than it's a very secure door. You're pretty certain it's locked. We'll do like the whole like we'll go single file. Ryan will take point. Mm-hmm. Stay about twenty feet behind me. Uh, and so that eagle eye gives you what a plus one to perception. It's a plus one to perception. A plus two to detect traps. Mm. That is exactly what I will be doing the whole time. Also, Asherian to the door. Asherian can use a stealth check and use the quiet allies uh, skill feat, so that way he can help everyone stay quiet as well. Okay, so you guys are stealthing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that may be important because for no reason, some grid lines appear underneath your feet. Oh fuck! <laughs> dun dun dun! How dramatic! Good day, listeners. This is Saul Kavi broadsending for Kasserat Public Radio, beaming around the globe from the Hellspire Tower in downtown Kasserat, bringing you the rest of history. While the entire realm suffered devastating losses during the Dark War with Faradon, none suffered worse than the non-human races. Elves, dwarves, gnomes, and halflings were systematically enslaved and slaughtered by Feridian forces. Those of dwarven descent fared the best. Several mountain strongholds were able to seal themselves off and escape the worst of the onslaught. However, the dwarven clans became isolationists and wary of other races. Indeed, many nations still harbor ill will that the dwarves did not participate in the war against Faradon. So while dwarven populations have made the most progress in recovering their losses, they remain mostly concentrated in the seven dwarven mountain kingdoms. The three largest being Erythian in the northern mountains of Arincia, Andruzar, nestled in the mountains of eastern Adeamos, and Nagost, in the mountains of southern Nimpash. In recent years, followers of Yafra and Domael have made joint efforts to send emissaries to the Dwarven kingdoms in hopes of repairing relationships and resuming trade, but for now the dwarves remain a race apart. And now you know the rest of history. Good day. Lop will get an order missing person unit. Missing persons? Yes, this is missing persons. My wife is missing. Your wife is missing? Yes, my wife is missing. When did you last see her? Four o'clock. Four o'clock? Four o'clock. Where is your broad sending receiver, sir? In the parlor? Have you looked in the parlor, sir? Uh, no. She's probably listening to Lawful Good and Order. Lawful Good and Order is on at four o'clock? Every weekday. Go check your parlor, sir. I'll wait. Oh, okay. Hello? I'm here, sir. She's listening to Lawful Good and Order. Thought so. I didn't know that Lawful Good and Order was on at four o'clock. Every weekday, sir. She must be so engrossed in listening to Lawful Good and Order that she forgot to tell me that she was in the parlor. Tell her I understand, sir. Okay, I'll be right back. No, 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 that's not what I meant. Sir? Lawful Good and Order. Every weekday at four o'clock. Okay, so you guys are stealthing? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that may be important because for no reason some grid lines appear underneath your feet. Oh, fuck. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. How dramatic. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, you guys ever seen this before? Oh, my Quick. God, we're um, on a two-dimensional plane of existence. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's lines below our feet. Each about, I don't know, approximately five foot square. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hold up. Something's wrong here. Wait a minute. I can't move. 
can any of you move? And like one of you goes on your initiative. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> since I will be able to move, I moved exactly yet. 25 feet. What? <laughs> Wait, I think I can take a, a reaction of some kind. Oh, no. What hell would it be to be like characters in the D&D that know what's going on? <laughs> Software. <yeah. laughs> like, oh, no, this guy's going to roll really fucking poorly and I'm going to die. I'd feel really oh, bad. Christ. I'd feel really bad for Roddy because he's like, oh, God, my my God rolls so awful. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay, so for sake of argument for you guys, this is the sewer channel. Okay. This is a walkway. And pretend that's the. Ignore these. These are these. Those are your walkways down. Uh, this is the sewer. This is the door here. So it's about what, a fifty-five foot stretch. Yeah, just, yeah. Just kind of like give the listener something to imagine. Yeah, it's it, it's about that long. And go ahead and set you guys up somewhere in this neighborhood. Try to trouble somebody. All right. What's our order? <laughs> me in front. What is Sheeran behind me? Yeah. Uh, Hatham, father. Yep. Sure. Protect me, father. For I have sinned. <laughs> uh, I may sin and I, it, frequently. I don't think it matters too much if you guys are grouped up, but I I would say stay about 20 feet back. Um, I just, I have shit if things go sideways. <laughs> Trap wise. I will also shit if things go sideways. No, no. All right. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh oh. <laughs> no Uh-oh. shit. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. I, I have wondered how we're not metagaming at all. <laughs> Uh, it is not what the mini is. Oh, that's a shame because I was like, I'm having divers fly. All right, well then not, we can tell the audience. Rich just put down my uh, gelatinous cube mini. We got a little excited, well, a little scared. It's it's a it's a similar cousin. Oh fuck! Uh, but being instead of being colorless, this one is black. A gelatinous <laughs> rectangle. Yeah. So so we see that just sitting out in the open, no big uh, deal. Once, once you get, to, are you guys <laughs> going up the sewer or up the walkway? Uh. There's a walkway? Yeah, this is this is a walkway. Yeah, here. we'll go up the walkway. I mean, if there's like not a... Yeah. I mean, you can jump down into the sewer. You don't think it's very deep. Yeah. Um, and you guys get to about there, and that's where you notice this thing. It had been hanging out up in the ceiling uh, in the shadows, and as you get about there, it just kind of plops down in front of you, and it is just this big, black, inky, oozy-looking thing that kind of covers the whole area in front of you. Ew. Nope. Yeah, almost looks like a big bowl of, of pudding. Oh, it's a black pudding. <laughs> yeah. You know, once upon a time, I knew my slimes, molds, and fungi pretty good, and now I cannot recall which does what. I collect spores. Tell them about the Twinkie. Is the brown one the one that sucks up heat? It's like, you see it. You see that's, the brown. That's brown mold, yeah. Yeah, and you're like, I'm going to fireball it to kill it. And it's like, oh, here I come. Because <laughs> I'm going to grow like a son of a bitch now. So you know, the advantage of having been ill is I got to binge watch the uh, movies that made us mm-hmm. yeah. and they yeah. did Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so do we think it's noticed us? Oh yeah. Okay. So it's initiative. <laughs> considering I had... Uh, oh no. Considering I had uh, mentioned it previously, one. would I be able yeah. to use my stealth check? Yes. If you guys initiative? are stealthing, you may use stealth. Okay. Oh boy. That is a 25. I, I would much rather use perception. Uh, you go ahead. Using perception instead of stealth is the difference between me uh, having a four and having a uh, eleven. Okay. On my yeah, initiative. You, go ahead so. and use perception if you were percepting. Uh, but if you're stealthing, you may use stealth. Not very well was I percepting, but it's only a difference of one point for me. All right, Roddy, what's your uh, twenty-three? Okay. 
Hatham. 11. Did you get your eagle eye? 12. <laughs> 19. Now I'm the better alchemist. Uh, I also go on 19. What's your plus, Father Becker? My plus is I'm a perception of 12. Uh, so Father Becker wins. Sweet. It's so rare that I hear those words. All right. I didn't even ask what mine was. Did you have a 19? You had a 12. I beat you. I have a 19. We just tied. Oh, you have a 19. Oh, disregard. I thought I thought he said we tied. And, uh, no, and no he one, just like... No one goes as low as you do. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Alright, so Ethereum goes first, which is a bit of a predicament. But let's see here. Go bite it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, thank you. This tastes terrible. <laughs> um, let's see here. Ashurian will cast a uh, harm on it. We'll do that. Okay. Go for it. So it makes a save, I guess. Yeah, I believe it makes a. Yeah, so he gets a fortitude save. Uh, twenty-three. <laughs> <laughs> Barely passed it. Rolled a five. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Are you serious? Yeah. So he'll he will take half damage from this. Okay. Uh, hey, Father Becker. Yeah. Uh, do you remember for whenever you ha have the heightened version of the, the heal or harm spells, um, it not only doubles the damage dice, but it doubles the bonus. I I do not remember this. There's a there's a book behind it. Sorry here on the app. You do double damage and also I'm, heal all that damage, and I, uh, also it kills a several other miraculous things. It kills a black it, Does it double? It doesn't double. It just goes up to a higher level. According I, to the I spell think it, I think it might. Um, that's what I'm checking here. Okay. Titan, yeah, the amount of healing increases by 1d8, and you, um, in the two-action version, it increases Ma by... Are, are you reading harm? Yes. Okay, because yeah, I, I think there's actually a, some subtle difference between heal and harm, and I don't remember what it is. Yes. Okay. So the two-action variant of harm now does 2d8 plus 16. Okay. So oh, yeah. That is 12 plus 16. 28. 28 divided by 2 because... 14. So 14 points of negative energy damage. And then black puddings take um, double that, I think, if I remember correctly. Because it's negative energy, right? Nah, right? Nope. No? Wink. Nope. Not here. I'm nope. buying it. Okay. And um, I mean, yeah, it, this seemed to seem to work to a certain degree. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. So, and then after that, um, Ashurian's going to do a special thing that uh, he wasn't able to do previously. He's going to raise his shield. Oh, Ooh. shit. So I picked up a first level fire ability. <laughs> hey, hey. who's next? <laughs> that goes to Roddy. Uh, make sure you don't cheat with that, by the way. We'll get to that later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. Oopsie. Uh, so Roddy's like, huh? And like Roddy has fought and stabbed many things in his life. I don't think he's ever run across something like this. So he's looking back, like, ah, what do I do here, lads? Yeah, uh, you, like you are certain this is a creature of some sort. Oh this yeah, isn't like. I'm sure this is a threat. Yeah. My fighter sense is tingling. But, <laughs> uh, you know. Go ahead, lad. Uh, slash it to pieces. I'm sure you'll do great. Fucking hey. perception on that bluff. <laughs> hey, quick question. Can I use a survival check to try and identify what kind of creature this is? With an action, you can. Dang. Should have done that at the end of my turn. What kind of, what kind of check would that be? 
Um, I think it's nature in this case, since it's a I was wondering. Okay. creature. Okay. I think it's just nature. No, okay, I got that shit. Um, nature, you say. So Roddy will, one, raise a shield, and two, prepare an attack if it gets within range. Okay. Because he's like, I, I don't know how to fight Jello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, who is next then? It goes to Father Becker. Um, I am going to use an action to attempt um, to... Uh, Sorry, I was looking for my die. Uh, to see what I know about this creature. Let's hope I roll very well. 12, I assume, tells me nothing. <laughs> it's a big black oozy thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that case, then, I heroically cast the spell, hurling stone, summoning a stone into my hand and reaching back and throwing it with incredible force at the creature. Okay. I want to rock. Rock. I was saying, <laughs> I, I do need to know what type yeah. of damage that does. Okay. I'm sure it does. That'll be important. There's a nice dramatic pause, though, right before. Oh, yep. This commercial break brought to you by Bartles Bestiary. <laughs> brought to you by Belmont Bestiary. Bartles. If we don't know it, it's probably going to kill you. <laughs> if it's not in the book, you're really fucked. If it's not in the book, no refunds. <laughs> Fun facts. It's not in the book. Nobody's shot at four. Coincidentally, nobody's lived. Coincidentally, no <laughs> refunds for any other reason. So I hurl the stone at it. Take that, you son. Mmm. Ah, goddamn natural <laughs> one. Oh, Jesus, tits. <laughs> Somehow this very large, even huge, you might say, big oozy looking thing right in front of you, you completely miss it in your panic. Well, it's a wily beast, as you can see. It's clearly it's so, very... so agile. So dexterous it is for the slime or ooze that it might be. You keep using that word. I don't think you know what it means. <laughs> so wily. Hey, look. Somebody else tried to hurt it. <laughs> well, fun fact, Father Becker. It goes to its turn next. Well, really? Neat. Please have a 10-foot speed. It can get to there. Which it does, which I believe triggers... I will attack. Uh, how about a 20? That hits. This is going to be str- uh, uh, slashing. Okay. Because wonder, my wonder, fighter doesn't know. I wonder if this will create two of them. We'll find out. It's either slashing... Hmm. I can do slashing or piercing. I mean... But Roddy has no reason to pick one or the other. Slashing seems logical. Short of the metagame. Um, so that is 12 plus 4, 16 damage. Okay, so you uh, you just bring your sword down in like an overhand chop. You yeah. Know, this is just a big thing. You're just going to slice right into it and slice right into it. You do like almost easily hot knife through butter. And you're like, wow, this thing is easy to stab and slice. Uh, until you realize all you managed to do is cut it right down the middle and create two of them. Oh, here we go. Yep. Call that one. Just do that a couple more times and we'll choke up this sewer. So there is now another one. Same size or large size? Uh, it is the same size. That's weird. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, guys? Defies the laws of physics. <laughs> right, guys? <laughs> Roddy, uh, yeah. Roddy's entire first world. Law of, first law of matter. Mass cannot be created or destroyed. Magic universe, move on. No. <laughs> Roddy's entire world just came crashing down because yeah, he just fought something he couldn't hack to bits. Yeah, I don't stab something and it like multiplies into two. Aha, uh-huh, you made me stronger by stabbing me. Yeah, like if I cut something in half, that's it. 
<laughs> We're done. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Roddy. Yes. Would you give me a reflex save? I will not. <laughs> oh, so you take you critically fail. Uh, how about a twenty-three? Hell yeah. Uh, you are fortunate. You made your reflex save, so your weapon takes no damage. Oh, Ooh. yeah. That's there. It is. That's what I thought. Yeah. Huh? So I hear like a little sizzle on the blade. Yes, I'm like, you do, guys. <laughs> I don't have a lot for this. <laughs> uh, it, however, has something for you. I return it. Thank you. That's so it literally, like, you know, it's kind of gelatinous and, and kind of forming around. And it does the almost cartoonish where part of it just shoots out and goes to just smack you. 36. <laughs> you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> oh, what? I hope you at least rolled well. Uh, that still crits. No, he rolled I, a three. <laughs> wait, what? I, I, I did, in fact, roll no. well. That was, that was much better than a three. For 20 bludgeoning damage. Ooh, 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 wait, almost forgot, almost forgot. And three acid damage. He started rolling more dice than I was Do we like, need to look up the rules huh? for acid damage versus shield? Um, this one attacks you and not your shield directly. But I do, I could directly block because I did take the action to raise my shield. So as a reaction, I could try to block. Um, I mean, it's it's either going to block damage or not. There's no special rules as far as that damaging. Okay. Um, I will say that like when that character out and like smacks you, yeah, it kind of sticks to you, yeah, and seems to be like almost lodging you in place. Like you feel like maybe you're trapped. Uh, what was that damage again? Uh, it was twenty damage plus three acid. What, 11? 23 minus 8? No, I'm better than that. That's 15. Yeah, 15. And you gotta have, your shield's gotta take what, half damage? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, ooh, I, uh, I take that back. It does have a special rule. So when the, the pudding hits a creature with its pseudopod, which is what it did, uh, any acid damage is dealt to the creature's armor or clothing as well as the creature. So with 3 acid damage, bypass 8 hardness? Uh, I don't believe so. We may okay. need to double check that, but okay. uh, I don't believe it. Does. Okay, I'm not going to block it because Roddy loves his shield uh, very much, uh, but it will block that three acid then from where the side effect. Okay. So 23 damage? Uh, yes. Okay. Guys! <laughs> and that seems to be its turn, but you it, it's latched onto you somehow. Yeah. This thing is, is touching you and burning you. All right, it goes to Haytham. Oh, we don't care for that. Uh, I, too, would like to uh, uh, see if I can attempt to use that a nature check, which uh, happens to be one of my strong suits. Okay. So, how's a 29 sound? You're like, you've heard of these. <laughs> That's a black pudding. Bob, it's you son <laughs> of a bitch. How the hell are you? <laughs> it's in the ooze family. Uh, you know that these are able to regenerate, so slashing and piercing damage can cause them to just spontaneously, um, they're like an amoeba, they just create a new one of themselves, but they're immune to that damage. Uh, you also know that they are very acidic in nature, and they will eat your armor and clothing and you. And pretty much everything else that they can do, you can see. They have any like, oh, we so, like weaknesses? No, they no sure real. don't. Oh, oh fuck. fuck. But I have any I, resistances. No, so I didn't hear anything about not, you know, being okay with 
fire. I mean, I wouldn't hit it with acid. Uh, you do know it's immune to acid. Um, you also know it's immune to crits. Ooh, fuck. I don't think anything else on this list is going to come up other than piercing and slashing. Acid and crits. Turn on, turn off. Um, it likes uh, slow walks through the sewer. Oh. Uh, and it dislikes uh, enemies trespassing on its territory. Yeah. Uh, well, don't we all? All right. Hmm. Bummer. Well, we. So, we, well, you got, you took a. I mean, I remember from the skeleton fight when we talked about you know getting a bludgeoning weapon in the back. You've got I, one of those. I've always had the mace. Pretty go. much. Ever since that fight, it just it's never been viable. It looks like it's mace time. Yeah. What, what you doing for the rest of your actions there, Hatham? Right. I will. Uh, I'll. I'll draw two alchemist fire, and I'll go ahead and throw one first. Uh, and I can do that as a single action. Well, uh, it's gonna be an eighteen to hit. That hits. All right. He's hit. It's been a while Hard since I've. Uh, this he is the this is the level three version. Mm, talk to me, Daddy. Oh yeah. yeah oh, so technically that would uh, that would be at a plus one to hit. So that would be a nineteen. Still hits. Excellent. So it's gonna be two D fire damage. Ooh, so that's gonna be fifteen fire damage. Plus, uh, it takes splash damage. It can equal my int mod. So four more fire damage as splash damage. Nineteen. 19, and it will be taking two persistent fire. Okay. Um, so I have all of that down. And how did that How did that seem to affect it? I mean, it seemed to work. About um, as much as anything else? Yeah, I, I mean, you're pretty certain you damaged it, and by damaged it, it seems to have shriveled slightly, uh, but uh, it's going to take, take a lot of that. Well... Because uh, that's good. Because you got. Because uh, I've got another it. one right here. <laughs> got a lot where of that came yeah. from. Um, you got another action, don't you? Yeah, I have one left. I suppose. I have a feeling that this is even with that minus five, you're gonna have a good chance of hitting. I I feel like its AC is probably pretty low, and that would do a lot more than any cantrip I could cast. So, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and. Let fly the other. Okay. Uh, so it's a negative five. So that would be 12 to hit. 12 does not. Yeah. Mm. It's pretty low, but it's not quite that low. Shame. Shame. Uh, it still takes four splash damage. Got it. And who's next? Goes to Shirian. What you gonna do? Um, mm. Ashirian is first going to take the action to um, take the bindings off of his legs. So he will be negating his plus one um, special attack bonus for, to his uh, melee attacks. But um, from now on for this fight, he will not be taking acid damage to those items. Nice. And uh, then he's going to spend an action to go into Dragon Stance, and then he's going to move up towards the slot. Okay. So do you want to just hop across to there? Sure. For sake of argument. And that was all three of your actions, so who's next? Um, after me, it goes to Roddy. Roddy's going to take an action to shove his good sword about 20 feet behind him. Okay. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> In the proper sheath. I'm Sean's character. 
<laughs> I was well, I was gonna say I'm standing warm. directly behind you. Uh, I didn't say just, I was like slide it on the ground. Oh, okay. You guys are so dramatic. Uh, and then I'm going to use the second action to pull out the mace. Uh, okay. Because I don't really care if the mace gets broken. Mace is like also, it's bludgeoning. So loved here. <laughs> well, it's like a one d six plus four or two d eight plus four. Mace is the place that's the helpful blacksmith store. How about a twenty eight? Uh, man, that'd have been a crit if it weren't immune to crit. Yeah. Oh, Dang. weird. Jesus. Alright. That will be seven bludgeoning damage. Woo! Got it. This is gonna take a while. Anything <laughs> else? Nah, that's my three actions. Okay, I mean, you guys have done some good damage to the this first one. Shit. Uh, who's after Roddy? Yeah, Roddy so, goes so called that. I, I just, yeah. <laughs> so called it. I just thought, I'm like, are those the ones that split in half whenever you... Oh, fuck, they are. Yeah. Listen, Bradley had an idea. Roddy did not. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, and the one thing we don't do? do with the Adventurer's Vault is admit it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Father Becker. What do you got over there? Well, it appears that my uh, friend who is an elf is injured, and so I feel I'm going to throw some healing his way. Please. Because... Um, Please, Father. Oh, great God of Mysteries... It appears that my friend is, and all his possessions are assumed to be consumed in acid. <laughs> Please help me delay that. Look at me rolling the proper dice, by the way. For this. Oh. You're back up. You lost 20, right? Yeah, 23. Uh, oh, well, you can only get 20 back. I'll take it. That is that is beautiful. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Is that all three of uh, your actions? Or? Um, I'll raise shield. Raise shield. What the hell? Why not, right? My turn? Actually, you know what? Yes. Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, so the one right in front of Roddy that hit you last time is going to do that again. It's like, hey, that seemed to work. Uh, that is a 29 to get you. Uh, yeah. For <laughs> 14 bludgeoning damage. Ooh, and 12 acid damage to your armor. You and your armor. Okay, hold on. What was the first one? Uh, that was 14 bludgeoning damage okay. as it punches you in the face again. Okay. And then I rolled the double sixes on that, so... How much more acid? Uh, 12 acid damage, and that goes to you and your armor. Okay, I have no idea what the hardness on armor is. Um, so 29 with bloating 12 damage. Uh, have you, did you have your shield raised? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, I can... I mean, I'd be willing to say that your shield took it before your armor if you had it raised. But well, uh, without your shield raised, he just punched I'll, you in the chest. Well, I can react. Well, no, I can't react. I didn't have the shield raised, so I cannot use the shield reaction. My fighter thing only lets me raise it to get the plus two AC. Um, so if if the shield's not up, it's going to hit my armor. Yep. If I use the raise shield action, will it hit the shield? Uh, yeah. Okay. okay, I'll use that reaction then. Okay. So um, it's got hardness four, so it'll take four damage. Uh, it has hardness four? Oh, hardness eight. Oh, Excuse me. Uh, and you know what? It, it liked that so much it's going to do it again. Uh, uh, 29 again. Jesus Christ. Well. For 22 damage. Eight. And eight more acid damage. Okay, hold on, 22 days. Yeah, it looks like we're going to go to third level spells here, too. <laughs> uh, uh, here this, in the rule book, it is stated that um, iron or steel 
has a total uh, hit points value of 36 when used for armor and has the 18 breaking point. So, okay. Oh, we may need to check. I don't know. If, uh, a hardness of nine. As well. I don't know if runes change that or not. Mm -hmm. oh, actually, I don't think they do. Anymore. I think it's just all about the material. Roddy looks like he's almost done. Yep. I'm going to have, I'm going to have to get out of here. Well, the I good can. news is that one's done. Okay. Uh, but the other one has made its way up the ceiling and is right up above it. And it oh, decides no. it wants to punch a shield. So a little pseudopod comes out. Whack. That yeah, is... 37. How's that? Yeah, that's my lowest roll so far for a 24. That's that your hits. lowest roll. Four. 20 damage. And five acid damage to you and your armor. What armor? <laughs> so that means you take more. Wait, that, what? <laughs> technically, it says it does it to your armor or clothing. So, Oh, no, my Led Zeppelin t-shirt. But the acid Zeppelin damage is, is you take the acid too, shirt. right? Yes, yeah, so you, okay. you take that as well. Okay, so uh, and then who goes next? Uh, don't forget. Persistent. That two persistent fire damage. Yeah. And let's roll. So let's roll for that persistent damage, and I gotta get a what? What do I have to roll to? It's fifteen. Uh, I think yeah, I think it's a fifteen flat. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck there you. you but you still take the two. I still take the two. Yeah. Guess he doesn't have to worry about that anymore. And who is next? Is the Haytham. Burn so. that one motherfucker up. <laughs> well, speaking of burning. No, Baron, baby, no, Baron. we are in close quarters. <laughs> no, there's also the issue that a fireball detonates with a loud explosion. Right, I was, I was like, might, might be better than a silent funeral. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is nobody knows you were ever there, as the black pudding slowly dissolves your bones. <laughs> he, but they're completely undetected. It's in front of us, so he should be able to angle the fireball behind them and where it will hit them. Yeah, I mean, if you're wanting to hit just the oozes, I, we won't even have... There's a way to do it. We don't have to... I mean, I only have... I brought more acid flasks than I did anything else because that's been, like, my forte. And he's like, hey, I'm going to throw an acid-based creature at you because go fuck yourself. Neat! <laughs> it sounds like Dang. A, it sounds like a run uh, and reset day. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, I mean, like, we could we could get the fuck out of there. But, uh... I mean, who am I to say no? Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna leg it anyway, well, I'll put it to you this way: I know what I'm doing on my turn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could fireball if we're gonna get out of here anyhow. Well, I mean, yeah, do it, and then let's kind of see how good it is. I'm uh, I'm go ahead and fireball this motherfucker down. Okay, oh. and you will be able to get both of them with your fireball because they're pretty much on top of each other at this yeah. point. And miss all my friends. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Because he was grappled by one, and I just want to give you ideas. So, uh, just out of curiosity, you want to put anything on that? Put some stank. <laughs> um, I might put 2d6 extra on it. Do it. <laughs> love Normally 6d6 or 8d6. Well, funny story. Uh-oh. Oh? You know, that third level fireball that it can cast? A fourth level fireball. Oh. So, for the sake of grins, you wanted to throw an extra 2d6 on it, which would have been a fourth level fireball. 
So you go doing that thinking you're going to take that extra damage, and you don't take it. Ooh. Interesting. So it's would it be eight or ten d six? It was. It's eight. So if you're going to if you're going to cast it thinking it was a third level fireball, which is what you thought it was, yeah. Adding two d six, thinking you're going to take those other two d six damage. So roll eight d six, and you don't take any the extra damage. Okay. Right. Now they have to save against that, right? Uh, yes. I've got to sleep with that priestess. <laughs> I bet reflex is not their best save either. I see that you rolled two ones. You're really going to need to stop that. <laughs> I also rolled two sixes, Sean. I saw that. So and that's, I'm going to need you to get off my back. need you to get all the way off my back. Is that right? Yeah. There's enough monkeys on his back. Like Actually, you did pretty good. Addiction. I, see, I see above average rolls, except for your pitiful two ones. Uh, 28 fire damage. 28, and my saving throw was a 12. Ooh. You are correct. Reflexes, it's horrible save. <laughs> Uh, so 28 total damage? Yes. This episode brought to you by the metagame. I did all that math correctly. Let's see. What's that? Is that three ones? Mm -hmm. I was hoping he wouldn't uh, bring up the third one. I couldn't see it, but now I'm filled with rage. Oh, well. Hey, um, uh, don't forget that 28. persistent damage, remember, because this is smoldering. Oh, fireball. yeah. That's right. And, hey, you know, just for grins, roll two of them. So it'll right, take uh -oh. it takes the what persistent is, on its turn though. It does, but let's go ahead and roll it so I have it down. What is going on? Okay. Here? I have no idea. I'm just rolling uh, d6s <laughs> until he tells me to stop. Yep. <laughs> Combat tower oh, nice. ten. Oh, wow. That's right, Sean. Nothing to say to that. I was gonna say no. I, I got. I'm all good with that. Well, so, if I'd rolled any minimum, your damage, other random like, number generation was subpar. But. So you noticed this. You noticed that was like you meant to really like put a little oomph into it, and you were ready to you know cringe to take that little singe on your own end, and it didn't happen. You also noticed that when it hit that smoldering, got a little better. Yeah. Like there was there was a little more of that afterburn uh, than what you noticed before. So it yeah it. Uh, that was definitely more powerful. And you get a sense of elation from the scythe. Almost as though you can imagine it, it smiling. You fed it its favorite food. <laughs> Oozes. <laughs> How highly specific. It's an ooze bane scythe. You know, normally oozes go, <laughs> you know, those oozes are going to go right to your, uh, right to your pommel if you're not careful. So you think that was very, very successful. Fuck you, that was a good joke. Your, your, grand, <laughs> your grandfather let me eat as many oozes as I wanted. <laughs> well, I'm not your bloody grandfather. My bloody, my bloody grandfather. Uh, that, uh, so, hate them. That uh, was two actions. Do you have any left? Or yes. is it? I, I, well, unless, well, it would probably be one to pull the sickle out. Oh, if you didn't have it out? No, because okay. before I was. Oh, yeah, it's classic. Okay, so one to pull, two to cast. And who's next? Because they're sharing. But so are they both so still they're, alive? They're up. They're still alive. Actually, the, the first I, one we're just gonna move on. I, actually, I feel I've been skipped. I think I went before. Yeah, he should have gone before. You the go before the oozes. Yeah, you went before the. You healed. Did you uh, heal? Yeah, you, you healed me and raised your shield. Yep. Right. And then the bad guys went. You're about Hathen to do your second action, right? No, he's about to do his third action. I yeah. just did. I, I just did my. So yeah. Shurian's top uh, of the order. First turn, you threw a rock thingy. Uh, okay, I'm Second sorry. Second turn, I got, you heal. I got mixed up. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, so it goes to me. It, it, they're still alive. Just, it <laughs> so, just yeah, feels the, like it's the been The first so one long. is really oh. messed up. The one on the ceiling, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it took some hurt, but it's still there. 
Okay. Took, they took a fireball straight to the face, and we're like, eh, I'm not feeling it. Pretty that. potent one, too. Yeah. The, and they're both still burning, by the way. I'm not feeling it. They use. Ten persistence, not nothing. They use. No, it is not, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the use is on fire. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. I'm going to um, make a um, melee attack against the ooze that is badly damaged. Okay. So I'm going to attempt to. Um, that is going to be a 14 to hit. That hits. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I think that's the number. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, <laughs> not what I was intending to do, but okay. Uh, that's only going to be five bludgeoning damage. Just five, huh? Yeah. Well, because right. I don't get my 2d10. All right. Uh, what's next? Another melee attack. Okay. Uh, well, that one's going to be uh, a miss. Uh, sorry. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to make a third melee attack. Oh, just go for it, huh? And that one's also going to be I a mean, miss. as a 14, dice roll is within the realm of possibility. Yeah, that's true, actually, yeah. Mm -hmm. If I could, you know, not have my highest die roll be a 10. All right, who no. goes after a Shirian? Roddy. All right, Roddy is going to swing at the one that I think has about one HP left. Uh, yeah, that's Ooh. like a 30, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck you, Rich, is like a 32, 34. Yeah, that would have been 34 yeah. if it wasn't immune to crits. I know. Minimum's five, uh, nine damage. Just for the record, it actually still had two hit points uh, left. Oh, okay. Well, I, um, I killed it four times. I, I, I feel happy, though, because his persistent damage could have killed it, actually would have, oh, yeah. because it takes it at least once. Yeah. Um, it, it yeah. It was at 76 of 83 hit points there. Yeah, but here's the thing. It takes it at the end of its turn, so yeah, I, didn't want it to be, I didn't want to have any action. Fall, fall back. Attack at range. And, like, Roddy... Um, you figure out I'm about to heal you. Yeah. Because if we're attacking at range, how we can't attack with one. I mean... You're attacking I mean, I, with a blunt. I got 7 HP. I, I'm, I'm going to do the heightened third edition, third level. I can't... Uh, I mean... Does, does the father tell Roddy to hang tough? I mean, I, I think I would. Okay. Do you say it in the boy band song? We gotta hang. <laughs> I was thinking, isn't there a uh, shit? There's a hair band version too. We gotta hang tough out on the streets to make your dreams happen. I so, can't. like, Ryan looks like he's gonna falter for a minute. Looks back at the father. And you see me go ting. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna fail. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna die. Can't wait to lose character in this game. Like, oh, uh, swinging for the fences. Okay. Uh, that is a uh, 16 minus 5 is 11, 17. Oh, 17 yeah. hits for uh, 10 damage. All right, it takes it. All right, so this is minus 15, so this is a plus 1 on the... No, minus, minus 10. 10. So plus 6 on the die, uh, 18. Nice. 18 hits. So you see Roddy just going, <laughs> to, going to town on this thing with a mace, like, please don't kill me, please don't kill me. 6 damage. Just taking little chunks out of it. Just little chunks. Okay. Little squishy chunks. And who is next? Uh, after Roddy, or it goes to Father Becker. All right. I'm going to cast... Um, oh, great God of Mysteries. Thing is really awful. My friend's about to die. And sometimes... Oh, Jesus, that's a poor roll. Well, don't worry. Don't <laughs> panic. Don't panic. I'm not going to panic. I'm just going to die. Yeah, shit. That's a... I would have... I would have hoped a little more. Um, rolled a four, <laughs> a two, and a seven. So um, get 21 back. I mean, that's not nothing. Um, 
Uh, I'm trying to think if I got anything else for it. You roll d10s? Yes. Okay. I can't spend something to re-roll those d10s. It's underwhelming. Nah, three, it's a d20 roll. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I got something else here for you. Um. Um. I don't have any other. Uh, that just does one action. I was trying to. I'm sorry. That's that was right. a below average roll. Uh, 21. Sorry, is the best I can do. Let's see what fate has in store. All right, so there is one ooze left in front of Ashirian and Roddy. So odds evens. 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 Odds. Fuck all of you at this table. Oh, I don't mean that. So I burned it. Roddy. Love you guys. Actually, can you pause for a moment? Sure. Oh. Sorry. So um, that one time, uh, okay, bu- 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 I apologize. I uh, He should have gotten... An additional plus eight that first time I cast it. An additional plus eight this time. Now the first time, he was only you were down twenty three and yeah. know, whatever. And if you want to say bullshit on that one, but this but, most but recent one, I'll let you retcon this most recent one, but not sure, the one before. Yeah, I, I, sounds very reasonable. So that's another eight. Take eight more. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Sorry, eight. I misread how this works. And go ahead and knock me unconscious. Uh, that was a lot to hit thirty three, I think. Uh, so. I will use my reaction to raise a shield, not a crit. Um, okay. Ooh. So, eight, 15 damage and 6 acid damage. Okay, and then my shield, uh, I take the acid, my shield will block the acid. And then on its next attack, it is going to go for... <laughs> uh, I'm unconscious. Oh, I rolled in that one. Oh, did you? <laughs> I did. That one right there. Fin- finally got like a, finally got a bead on the thing. <laughs> yeah. You, you like wobble and yeah. it manages to stagger slightly out of the way. Uh, so here is for his persistence. <laughs> you didn't really. I- <laughs> Jesus. He oh, still takes It's what? a 19, not a 15. He still takes a little bit, right? <laughs> 10. Yeah, he takes yeah. the 10, but he doesn't take any more persistence. Once we're done with this, I have a question. Um, so, this is my first time, really, uh, casting Titan um, to third level spells. Am I reading this right? It says Titan plus one. The amount of healing or damage increases by 1d8, and the extra healing for the two-action version increases by eight. Yeah. Yeah, that's no, right. It, it, the heal gets awesome. So, what we're saying there, then, is actually you should have gotten eight more. In this most recent one, because because the total you're is plus, you're at plus twenty four, I believe. Yeah, that's Holy it. Shit. Yeah, oh. so it's plus twenty four plus the three d ten. So it normally has a plus eight. It's two action version is a plus eight. It's heightened twice. And the additional eight for eight, each heightened. Eight. Yeah. yeah. Damn. The, the two am, action version is like I, bread and butter. I am sorry about that because I I hadn't realized that um, that we yeah. were that high. Yeah, my heightened harm does that as well, and it is insane. Well, that's real good. Yeah. No, that it, it's pr- it's still unconscious. Good. Uh, no, I'm okay. Like, with the one, like, if he had not rolled that nat one. Oh, you'd be, okay. Like, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's me. Who is next? Uh, it goes to Haytham. So, uh, first action, gonna give you a little battle medicine. <laughs> I need it. Uh, so, that should be, it's been a minute since I've done that battle medicine. 2d8. You'll get three, five. <laughs> Five hit points back. <clears throat> you are welcome. <laughs> so that was two actions? You got one left? Uh, you I think that was one action, so actually. One? Oh, okay. 
I believe so, yeah. Slaps a band-aid on his back. Right, he's not sure that's actually what happened. Rubs some dead. <laughs> You'll be all right. Hey, Tim, did you heal me? It's like football, an encouraging tap yeah. on the buttocks. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for a ray of frost cantrip. Ooh. Yeah, I haven't busted this bad boy out in a while. That's because it's terrible. Shit. Ten that one. That's a net one. Ethan. Gosh, come for gosh sakes. Wild magic. No. And that was two actions, so that's... Dun, dun, dun. All right, who's next? Mr. Shirian. Woohoo, what you Yay. gonna do? Take us home, please. You're about, you're about to go home. Take me road. <laughs> Leave oh, me alone. Please. At least it's a nice place. Where no. oozes flow. <laughs> down to no crest. They will kill you. We'll fight. <laughs> we'll fight. All my stuff, all my spells trigger off fort saves. Just so. punch it. I know. <laughs> well, I was looking at it because I'm like, you know, I want to do decent damage. We all want you to do decent damage. I want to do decent damage, but I not an option. <laughs> I tried. This is how we crit fail into a character death. Mm -hmm. what, what was your first one? That was a two followed by a five. Uh, what was what was the two? Was that give you twelve? Fourteen is hit before. What's your what's your two hit on? Eleven. So that's a thirteen. <laughs> oh <laughs> no! Let me guess. Its AC is fourteen. It's fourteen. Yeah, we narrowed it down. Yeah, I know. Uh, you can swing for the fences. Come on, you got this. Fifteen right here. Another five. <laughs> yep. So <laughs> how'd that podcast end? Well, <laughs> what's important is Roddy died last because he had toughness. Who goes I after? also have toughness. <laughs> Don't oh. even. <laughs> then it's a race. Who goes after Shurian? That's me. Yeah. Roddy, uh, Roddy, like Roddy's got his fighter anger up. He's like, I'm not dying to some stupid pudding. Uh, that's a hit. I'm not going to bother with numbers unless they're lower than 14. Uh, so that's six damage. Got it. Uh, that's a hit. For seven damage. And then that's a hit. Nice. For seven damage. As a Shirian looks over you with jealousy. Just like but I'm like only taking like knocking out little handfuls of goop. <laughs> Man up. Well at least you can hit <laughs> the first one, like if this was a normal creature, probably would have crit. You're chipping away at it, so. Who goes after Roddy? Father Becker, I believe. Uh-huh. I'm I'm looking at uh, Roddy to try to assess his condition, almost as if he had some sort of about about the a little past the. Let's say if this were fourth edition, I'd be in the bloody. Let's let's not. Because <laughs> I can give you one of the big boys, or I can. Uh, I don't need the one you dropped last time. Okay. Unless he double taps. As you me. can tell, we never met a game in this. Podcast. Don't hit him from the backside with the big one. Well, that's a two and a three on the die rolls, but you got sixteen to take twenty. Shot. Sean Stink uh, Eyes 21. Sean Stink Eyes me for rolling poorly and then Biff's two heel roll <laughs> in a row. Just, those aren't important. <laughs> Roddy's looking uh, at Roddy's looking at his teammates for help and there's just third action, Father Bagger? Oh, I'll just give everybody the figure. <laughs> okay. But it's ratio. Um again, odds evens. Evens. This one's for Shirian. Woohoo! How are you doing over there, Shirian? Do I need to spread some heal in your way? Yeah, that would be nice. Oh, I can't help you. Uh, it's about to not matter. Um, that's a 30. Yeah, that crits. Shit. Um, so that is 28. 28 and damage. 28 damage and four That's exactly acid. what you needed was 28. Oh, okay. Oh, man. 
I'm gonna give you the big boy healing next round. Don't don't sweat it. So this one, I mean, Roddy's what he's got. In twenty-five. Uh, I mean, if I raise my shield, it's twenty-five. Yeah, I'm gonna raise the shield though, because it matters. Your new shield, your well, spiffy shield. But that like that eight hardness keeps it from going to my armor. Yeah. Uh, that is, believe it or not, only thirteen real damage, but then nine acid. Okay, so one point. Uh, um, one point that acid gets through. And that's it. Who's next? Hate them. Yeah, hate them. So, I. Does it take anything special to get over to the to where Shiri yeah, is? Yeah, we'll just we kind of hop okay. over. Well, I will go over there and I will use battle medicine on him. Just take an action. Two d eight. Five points of healing. <laughs> How about that? Um. We all defile a Native American burial ground on the way over, or something like that. Did we apparently do, do, do destroy a church or something? What 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 happened? Yeah, I don't. I stabbed an ooze. Apparently, that was. And see, the problem is you guys didn't take the time to learn the secret of the of the ooze. Mm. I'm gonna punch you in your damn <laughs> face. It's a bad vanilla ice song. If you sing it at it, go it ninja, will, go it, ninja, it, go ninja. It will go. go away, as will anyone else who can hear the song. Go ninja, go ninja, go ninja. I hate go. that song so much. So it would probably be an action to take out, and then another action to drink a mutagen. Yeah. In that case, I will draw one more alchemist fire. Have at this bastard. Have at him. How about you? Nice, oh. nice. I know it doesn't crit, but I still want to feel good about it. Yeah, it would be a twenty-seven. Oh yeah, that yeah. totally would have been a crit. Would have been mm, a crit. One that crit territory. Yeah. Are you doing your persistent damage? Damage. Uh, well, he saved against it every time. Oh, because he's yeah so on the first round. Because so he's a bastard, man. Um, he's a Four. bastard man. Hey, there we go. So that's going to be put that probability uh, right hand. Rich only nine rules plus high numbers. 13 fire damage. 13 fire damage. Away. Yeah. And it goes away. Oh, yeah. There we go. Well, no need for me to hear it. Sure, sure. Oh, you hate them save the I swear day to God. Again. So right in front of you, the hallway is just like splattered and filled with pieces of black pudding. It's kind of eating away at the stone just a little bit, <laughs> oh sizzling. God. Some of it's dripping down into the sewer. At the poo that's coming yep. through. It's all. And there you are standing in the smelly, horrible sewer cool. uh, with the tangy scent of acid burning your nostrils, wondering what you're going to do. And we can figure that out on the next episode of the Adventures Vault podcast. The highest number I rolled there was a 10 during that Whoa. entire fight. I was sitting here. I had my dice in my hand. We're like, all right, we're done. I put the dice down. Literally just drop it straight no. down. Bounces, 19. <laughs> Time for audition. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say 20, no, which would have like, been I'd, a real. Really? <laughs> <laughs>